This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hello, everyone. It's Joe. And it's Nat. Welcome back to this week's episode of Getting Better with Age. How you doing, Joe? I'm getting better with age, wifey. How about you? I am, too. I'm working really hard at it. That's why we're here. 100%. So I want to tell you a quick story about something that just happened actually a half hour ago. Joe doesn't even know this story. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, maybe we shouldn't record this. Uh, no, we could. Anyway, so I was driving to pick up my son at school. He had a half day today. So it's the middle of the day. Beautiful, gorgeous day here in New Jersey. And I had the windows down, the radio on. And I remember what song came on. But a song came on that I wanted to sing. And, you and know, we all know you love to sing. Yes, we've talked about that. So we're ever in the car, right? And you're driving and songs on and you're singing and, you know, dancing. And all of a sudden you look at the person next to you and they're like <laughs> looking at you like you're nuts. And you're like, oh, crap, I was caught. <laughs> right. So anyway, as I'm driving, I wanted to just because windows, windows are open, too. So I just wanted to sing. And then I thought about that scenario. I'm like what if somebody sees me or hears me? And then I didn't. I stopped myself. But then as I was driving, I'm like, you know, I just want to be that person that can keep the windows rolled down and that can sing really loud and have the people in the cars next to you saying, that's how I want to be. I don't want to be afraid to sing. I want to be like that woman who's having fun and singing in her car and enjoying life. You know what I mean? I get it. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. What we wanted to talk about today is really just breaking free from those walls that are protecting you from being who you truly are. Because I believe in my heart that I am that person that's going to sing really loud at the top of my lungs with the windows rolled down. And you're looking Whoa. at me like I'm strange. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, where, where, where are we going with this? I'm, I'm just as amazed as the people listening going, all right, where are we going with this? Like I said, how many times do you or do you stop yourself from doing things because you are concerned about how you'll look or how it'll look or how people will perceive you? No, I, I totally get it. I remember years, probably about 20 years ago, I took something called the Landmark Forum and they talked about the fear of looking good. Like we all have, most of us have this fear of what other people are going to think or what are people going to say or or what other people are talking about or what are going to say behind our back. So we, we have this fear really of looking good that we're not looking good and people are going to judge us or not like us. And it goes much deeper than that, but really it, at the surface level, that's what it is. And so it's a matter of understanding why do we do this? Because you know, we talk about all the time on this show as human beings, like we, we're fucked up. Let's, let's just put it that we way. We make it much harder than we, it really we, is. We really, <laughs> 
create like i i always say god's up there laughing going oh god you people <laughs> this have, is not what i had in yeah, mind <laughs> like, i gave you this wonderful gift this wonderful opportunity to know who i created you to be and you people are just royally fucking it up <laughs> like when are you gonna get the message um but i think it's opportunities like that to catch yourself to see hey wait a minute that's called being conscious i was listening to something yesterday that said like anywhere from one to 3% of the world is actually conscious. That's it. That's it. Wow. One to 3% That's of concerning. the world's population. And if you really think about it, how many billions of people on, on this planet yet only one to 3% are actually conscious, which means if you're good at math, that anywhere from 97 <laughs> to 99% of the world is on autopilot. It's, they're just robots unconsciously going through this thing called life due to their paradigms, due to their indoctrination, their religious, their parental, their societal beliefs. And just like they are, like, let's look at it. You, you were there. You were just being you, right? You were just being who God created you to be. And you were in that moment. You were in your joy. And then all of a sudden you looked, you saw that other person and boom, it stopped. Yeah, it happens, right? Yeah. Well, scary. Yeah, and I'm sure, look, whether you you may not be a singer, but you may be in the supermarket and you see somebody and all of a sudden you see that person and you're worried about you may not look the way you want to look or what they're going to say or and you go running the other way, right? Or something happens where you're out at the mall and somebody looks at you where you see somebody and you just turn your head and, and put your head down. You know, <laughs> you know, I go walking most mornings and, you know, I was going for a walk the other day and it's amazing. Like when you cut, walk, go walk by people, some people just automatically put their heads down. It, it's and I it, have to say that's such like an anxiety, anxiety provoking situation. It's like, when do I put my head up? When do I smile? Do I have right. to get closer? Do I have to get a, oh, my God. Right. And, and, and it's like, you know, and you know me, like I'd like to like at least look at someone and like nod or yes. smile or something. And it, what I found is that very often it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's like, look, I just want to be friendly because I like being friendly, but I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And, and now I'm worried and concerned about what you're thinking or feeling. And so now I'm just going to put my head down <laughs> and walk away. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, I was thinking that the other day when I was walking, I'm like, how sad it is right? Sad. that, you know, we just can't look at each other and just nod or smile. And, you know, a lot of people do. So it's not oh, like everybody, my God, yes. you know, there's a lot of people, hi, how you doing, you know, and just very, very friendly, but it, it's just, you know, why is it that a lot of us, are so concerned about what other people think. Even even this morning when I went for my walk, I had my head on Spotify and my headphones were on and, and you know, good song came on. And I just wanted to like, like kind of dance to it as I was walking and, and sing. And, and there was nobody around. Like the neighborhood was very, very quiet. Like nobody probably would have heard me, but yet I still was very hesitant. So why was it? So let's look at that. Why was it? What was going on in your head? Because you were disconnected from your heart, right? Oh, because absolutely. your heart is you just wanted to be you. You wanted to sing. You wanted to dance. You wanted to bop along, whatever it was. But something happened and boop, you shut down. So what was it? It was fear of getting caught. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dance police are out. <laughs> just the music I... police. Excuse me. Uh, pull over, miss. Uh, license registration. Um, excuse me. Were you actually singing? 
Oh, were you, were you, were you dancing? Up, oh, sorry, get in the back. You know, cuff her, take her away. <laughs> yeah. So you see how absurd this sounds. Oh, I, it look, really does. When you talk about it and put it into perspective, it's so absurd. Well, like I said, we're all <laughs> fucked up, and you know, and I'm not here to say you know I'm any different, you know, because we all have that. What are they thinking? What are they saying? You know, they're judging me. And so we all have that fear of looking good. But where does it come from? Like we all have it, right? Most of us have oh, it. Yes. But why do we have it? Where does it come from? And does it really serve us? I think that's that's really the question. Does it really serve us on our journey and who we want to be? And does that enhance our life? Right. Because that's what we're talking about, about getting better with age. You know, does that enhance your life? No, it doesn't. And it doesn't serve us because it's holding us back. It's really holding us back from great things. Just I, I, I sit here and I think of all the amazing things I could have accomplished up until now if I wasn't afraid, if, if I wasn't afraid to put my you know, best foot forward and, and not worry about who's saying what and who's thinking what, I, you know, and at this age now, at 54 years old, I thought I would be past that. <laughs> and no, I'm not. And I probably never will be. But I know that I am tired of it and I want to do my best for the most part of my life and of my existence to be somebody who just lives authentically and from my heart. But we, we had this conversation this morning. We were sitting out, you know, just kind of like going through, you know, because we do that pretty much every day, just checking in with each morning, other. Checking, things, we're, things we're working on yeah. and, uh, you know, where we're at, you know, with our stuff and you know, and it's just we were talking about how you just get in your head. Right. And you get so disconnected from who you really are yeah. and just how it feels so yucky. Like I told you this morning, I was like, you know, I have those moments and like I'm just tired of those moments. Like I just like you say, I just want to be me. I want to put myself out there. I don't know if I want to go dancing down and singing down the street, but, you know, you know, you should try. But, right. Well, maybe, you know, never know. <laughs> but. Like, I just want to be who God created me to be. Right. And I want I want to shine my light to the world to impact those that I can make a difference in, right. in their lives. And, and you said something that I wanted to bring up because you said about, you know, when you're when you are. I don't remember what you exactly said, but about living from your heart. When I'm singing, I'm living from my heart. Right. So just think about the times that you are just being you. You are singing and you're not even there's not even a focus on anybody else or anything else. You're not thinking, right? It's you're not in your head. You're <laughs> truly living from your heart. But then the minute something happens and you're like, oh, crap, then you get in your head and you're totally like out of out of where you were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I always say when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. Yeah. Because when you're in your heart, you are being your true authentic self. You're not thinking you are just being present. But when that trigger happens, right, something happens, something you see, something you hear, something you experience. And boom, you're out of your heart, you're in your head and you're going down that road and your ego is taking over and it's creating all these stories, all this bullshit that we have taken on that is so inauthentic. And then we live as if that bullshit is the truth. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, they're, you know, and most of the time what I've learned is there are people so in their world, they <laughs> so can give a up. shit whether you're whether you're dancing or not, or if they are, they're so judgmental and so caught up in their egos and their bullshit that 
it's really not about you. You just become the mirror of what's going on for them. And I believe, you know, that those triggers that we experience are God's way of kind of waking us up to say, Hey, pay attention. You know, you're in an energy that doesn't really serve you. And it's, it's not going to help you go forward and be who you really are. You're kind of disconnected from your, from your heart, from your higher self. Yeah. And you know, it just feels for me, it feels so good when I'm in that place of just being me. And like, I remember one time, I don't know, a few years back, I was, I was making dinner. It was a Friday night and I was making dinner and I had a glass of wine and I was like, just the music was on and I'm cooking and singing and dancing. And then this song came on that brought me back to my younger years. And I texted my friend. I'm like, oh, my God, look what I'm listening, what I'm listening to. And it just brought back memories. And in that moment, I felt so good. And I was singing at the top of my lungs. And it and yes, a lot of this has to do around singing with me. That's OK. <laughs> and I am not a singer, but um. The way it makes me feel, the freedom I feel, the lightness I feel like there's nothing on my shoulders. I don't care about anything else except what I'm doing in that moment. And that feels so good. <laughs> yeah. And why does it feel in that moment? Why does it feel so good? Yeah, because I'm just being me. I'm truly living authentically from my heart. And there's nothing in my head that is changing that or my ego's not getting in the way it's just pure love yeah and yeah yeah and i think that's ultimately the goal is for us to get back to that place you know i say we kind of go on this journey if you look at it right because i think infants kind of come into this world as pure love like they want nothing just to to love and express themselves and laugh and have fun and they don't (laughs) have all the shit we have no not yet (laughs) right you know basically they want to you know eat play shit Right. And, you know, and they're and they're cool. And when they're uncomfortable, they'll let you know. Yeah. But then as they get older, they start taking on stuff. Yep. You know, and it's interesting as a parent, those of you who have children, you probably look at, you know, your kids have some of your shit. Oh, yeah. And you probably all (laughs) had a moment where somewhere when they're younger, like, oh, shit, they sound just like me. And that's not a good thing, (laughs) right? And not that you consciously did this because unconsciously that's they mirror what they see. And so we all, you know, as children, we then take this stuff on. And if we're not conscious and we don't do the work, it becomes like luggage. And first it becomes like a little handbag, then a little over the shoulder backpack, then it becomes, you know, a one piece set of luggage and a two piece set of luggage. Three. Next thing you know, you've like the There's airport of carousel <laughs> of luggage that you're lugging around because you weren't conscious. You weren't aware yeah. to realize that that stuff you need to look at, you need to deal with. And, you know, when I always say, you know, there's a time in my life where, you know, I was very judgmental of people like like what the fuck's wrong with people like, you know, stop it. But then I learned about human behavior and that people are just trying to survive and they go into survival mode and they just do what they've learned to do to survive, to get through this thing called life. So if they're not doing something they should be doing or they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing, it's they're not doing it because they're fucked up or messed up. They just don't know any different. They don't know any better. 
And even if you come along and shine the light, some of those people are like, you don't understand. This is how I protect myself. This is how I survive. Yeah. So don't don't fuck with me. Let let me be because it literally is a matter of their ego survival. And I know for me, you know, when doing my work, looking at that stuff, it's been very uncomfortable because the ego is like, don't do it, dude. Don't do it. Like we're used to this. This is very familiar. It keeps us in the world, even though you don't like it. It's very familiar. It's very safe. It's very comfortable. So let's just hang out here. And that's the battle between your head and your heart yeah. where you have to find that courage to face it, to deal with it, to overcome it and ultimately to let it go to be who you were created to be. Yeah, exactly. and it's work. Yes, and it doesn't come from just from reading a book or watching no, a YouTube video. No, it does not. <laughs> it does not. And, you know, I'm working on myself. We're working on well, ourselves every single day because you know what? If you don't grow, you're dying. You're, you're either growing or dying. Yeah. If you look at anything in nature, it's in one of two states. It's in a state of growth or state of death, because anything that is a hits a plateau that stops growing. Well, that's the beginning of the death phase. So someone, you know, I remember when I was younger, I was like, well, I just want to, you know, live life and get comfortable and, and be okay, you know, make money, take care of my family, have fun, have friendly, be, be healthy, all that. <laughs> and God goes, yeah, right. <laughs> you will never grow. You weren't created no. to be comfortable. So in life, in nature, we are created to grow. And sometimes you got to experience adversity and shit in order to grow. But that's the purpose. And so that's why we need to go through that and see it as an opportunity to grow and be who we were created to be. Yeah. And, you know, that is my commitment. I, you know, I've committed to that because, like I said, at 54 years old, I thought I'd be a lot farther along than I am. But, you know, we I say this all the time. We created this podcast to show that life doesn't end at a certain age. Like there's still so much growing to do and living and so much else. And I don't want to be stifled by anybody or anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> and, and if you're listening to this, that obviously resonates. That's why you keep listening is because you're at that stage where you're like, you know what? I want to grow too. I want to be a better version of who I am. I don't want to drink the Kool-Aid that says, you know what? My best years are behind me. I'm getting old. I have to be decrepit. I have to feel like shit. I have to put on a ton of weight and I can't take it off because it's just my age, my hormones. Are no, it's like it can be done. But what do I need to do? How do I make those changes? Where do I put my focus and energy so that I can be who I was created to be and ultimately as I always say, get to the end with a smile on your face and a warm, a full and grateful heart. Right. And this is something that's important. And I, I just wanted to share this and, you know, in closing, because this is something that always resonated with me. And then I kind of forgot about it. But it's a quote by Marianne Williamson. And it was actually in the movie. What was it? Akilah Akilah and the Bee. Bee. I love that movie. Anyway, um, and I'm just I just want to read it real quick because it really resonates with me and I hope it resonates with you. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking, so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. 
It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I love that. And as I'm reading it, I'm realizing, and I've read this a million times, I'm like, wow. And about how she says, there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And I just said that to Joe this morning. I said, you know, I, I want to be who I am and I want to step in my power and be strong and help people. And, and I'm like, but then like this new Natalie's coming out, what's everybody going to think? Like, oh my God, this is Natalie. Like, this isn't Natalie. Like, right. Yeah. I just said that. And that's exactly, I don't want to shrink anymore to make other people feel good. I want to be the one to feel good. Cause when I feel good and I am being who I want to be and I'm stepping in my power and being authentic and loving and that's gonna that's gonna emanate to other people and that's what I want like you know it's gonna automatically liberate others as she says like it's contagious happiness is contagious yeah and it brings to mind that quote by Gandhi you know be the change you want to see in the world and that's really it is who do you want to be and I think we want to be models for our children, for others, because those are the people that I resonate with, the people who are shining their light, who are living for love, who are true examples of, of the divine creations that we are created to mm-hmm. be. And you know when you get around those people, and, and hopefully we can yes. be, continue to be those people and shine our light even brighter to help more people, because we all need light and love in our life. We absolutely do. And I just love this. I, I, I feel so good right now after this episode. Just it's really like reinforcing who I want to be. Yeah. It really is. And I, I feel really good right now. Right. And that makes me happy. And I hope that makes you happy. And I hope you resonated with this too. And if you ever have any questions or comments or just to let us know what you think, or if this does resonate with you, or if we're making any kind of difference, just let us know. I mean, our information is always in the um, podcast description, our emails, where you can reach us. So just reach out. Yeah. And lastly, as always, you know, if you know one person that this resonates with or will resonate with, or you think it will resonate with, just send it to them. Say, hey, you know what? I, I was listening to this. I, I thought it might help you. And, and that's it. Just let it go. Whether they listen to it or not, that's on them. But know that you were shining your light. You were being the person that you want to be and you were making the difference. And that's all you can do is put that energy into the world. And when you put that into the world, it will come out back to you. It might not come from that person, but it'll come back to you in a different way. Absolutely. We are Joe and Nat. Thank you for another great week. We're signing off. All right. Much love. Be blessed. Bye.